0: You're listening to Age of Reason, brought to you by Frozen Frame Productions. Hey everyone, welcome to Age of Reason. So now I'm going to talk about uh, climate change a little bit. So I, I have a, a lot of climate change articles saved. I noticed that I have five times more or four times more than any, any other category like politics or religion. So yeah, I'm going to talk about climate change a lot. Uh, Today I'm going to specifically talk about how comment sections can influence people's opinion. So here's an article from PsyPost. It says uh, comment threads can influence climate change attitudes by altering perceived consensus. So just want to briefly talk about what it's saying here. Uh, They're talking about the scientific consensus, which is you know over 97% of uh, climate scientists. That's very important. Climate scientists definitely say that, well, climate change is happening and it's caused by man. Definitely accelerated by man, for sure. Uh, so yeah, uh, that is depending on which study you look at. Some of them are even higher percentage. Uh, what is the percentage among people though? Well, if you look about the Republicans, it's only about 40%. 40% accept that. And amongst liberals, it's 60 to 65 percent so it is better on the liberal side but there's still a huge huge gap 30 percent between them the highest let's say of them and the scientific consensus so that's very important and this i like the picture here it's like this guy that's actually absolutely my reaction 101 so every time i see something completely ridiculous in the comment section i go like "Mm -hmm." totally totally Okay, I just want to apologize, first of all, because uh, I actually have a bit of dyslexia and the text is very small, so uh, please bear with me. The comment section of blogs can influence perceptions of consensus, which can in turn influence beliefs about climate change, according to a new research published in the journal uh, Memory and Cognition. The findings suggest that readers may be nudged towards rejection of climate change if they encounter a stream consisting of contrarian comments. So that's what I'm saying. Like YouTube, for example, YouTube uh, appears to be fighting fake news. So they make it different, difficult, and the latest thing they had is something uh, you have to check all your videos that are they designed for kids or not. So you have to mark that. So something is definitely happening there in the background. Uh, but the comment sections, though, there some of them are insane. I mean, just I am. Um, I always remember the time when uh, uh SpaceX launched the Falcon Heavy the, fir- the 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 second one I mean no the test flight and in the in the comment section it was wild I mean of course some people were cheering this is a great achievement for mankind etc cetera, etc cetera. and then you had those idiots who came by and said well I hope it explodes and etc why would you say that Why do you win What do you win by the rocket exploding? I don't understand at all. What do you gain from it? Nothing Social media has taken an increasingly prominent role in public discourse And there is now much concern that it has been exploited by bad faith actors in support of political operations We know that trolls and bots that is accounts that are in some way fake have been very active during recent elections and may have affected the outcome of the Brexit referendum and the election of Donald Trump in 2016, said the study of uh, Stefan Lewandowski, a professor of cognitive science at the University of Bristol. So, uh, just I wanna make a very quick point here. That's very important that they say may have affected, okay? It's not for sure, because that has never been demonstrated. The only thing that they were able to demonstrate is that, yes, there was a farm troll in Russia with 12 or 13 people or something like that. And they spent about, I think the figure was $5,000 on ads on, on Facebook. And those ads were like completely uh, random. Uh, you know, they had the shirtless Bernie, etc. Uh, a lot of them were kind of LGBT pictures as well. And anyway, look, $5,000 in ads, this is not a huge investment. Uh, I spent probably as much in, in total so far. So, not a huge investment. Uh, If $5,000 is all it takes to sway an election in the United States, I think it says a lot about the people in the United States. Dumb, ignorant, uh, reactive instead of proactive, and very easily influenced by something. So, because they don't know anything. So, yeah, they listen to comments, they read comment sections, they listen to talking heads on, you know, well, even CNN, MSNBC. If you don't give me the fact, then you're lying. And they're all doing that to a certain extent. It's true that Fox News is the king of that, but other networks do that as well. And in fact, if you watch the Jimmy Dore show, he calls out a lot of nonsense, especially from MSNBC and CNN. So that's also where I partially get my news from, and that's my position in general. I am therefore very interested in how social media can affect people's attitudes, in particular concerning scientific issues. Uh, One way that social media can affect attitudes is by creating the illusion of widespread support for an opinion. We know from much previous research that people are often swayed by what the majority of others think. Okay, but that's my point. Ignorant, dumb, uninformed people who are easily swayed by something that they read on the internet. That is not... I mean, that's a failure of society as a whole, actually. And uh, yes, I can see that definitely in some comment sections, for example, if you talk about climate change, all the comments would be uh, negative. So it creates the illusion that, yep, so these are the experts actually, climate change is a hoax, all of that is fake, and people who don't know any better, they believe that. However, the strategy is subject to abuse if the majority view is a mirage constructed by trolls and bots. To examine this possibility, we conducted a study in which the comment stream of a blog post was manipulated to create the perception of a majority consensus, either in favor of scientific consensus on climate change or against it. We wanted to see how the comments would affect people's views of the post, which in turn was also endorsing the consensus position or opposed it. Uh, Just want to briefly jump back to something they said before. Trolls and bots are likely fake accounts. Well, the trolls are not fake accounts, but it looks like a fake account. They often have, in America anyway, it's never a profile picture. It's always some kind of very nationalistic picture with with the flag of America or the eagle um, or something like that. But you know right away that these people are not to be taken seriously. And they usually comment a lot on political uh, pages like Bernie Sanders. Always, I know this Alec Windsor guy. He's uh, very notorious for doing that. So yeah, look, just block them. Simple. Every time you see that kind of nonsense, just block them. Make your life easier. The researchers started by creating two blog posts, one endorsing the scientific view that humans are causing global warming, and another rejecting that view. Then they created two threads of 10 comments either wholly supporting or wholly refuting man-made climate change. Nearly 400 people were randomly assigned to read one of the blog posts, which included one of the two comment streams at the end. Lewandowski and his colleagues found that participants tended to be more supportive of the argument in the blog post when the comments were aligned with it. In other words, supportive comments boosted perceived consensus and made participants more likely to say they supported the basic argument made in a blog post, while critical comments had the opposite effects, regardless of the content of the post. The comment stream only appeared to directly influence climate change beliefs among careful readers who spent between 100 seconds and uh, 1,800 seconds processing the thread. But the comments were found to indirectly influence climate change beliefs by altering the participants' view of the amount of consensus. So, what is... Okay, I'm just going to say this. Of course, the amount of time you spend reading something matters. Of course, if you just... I mean... Look, the last argument I had before I took my break in the summer was ridiculous. I was talking about climate change. This guy comes along and he says, I'm against climate change because I googled something on the internet and it showed that we're in for an imminent ice age. And I was like, what? This is absolutely outrageous. So you just spent two minutes or even one minute looking something, you found the first link probably that supported your initial bias, and then you ran along with it. That is not the type of people I want to talk to, okay, at all. These type of people, you cannot communicate with them whatsoever. It's impossible. Look, I've tried, you can't. The take-home message is that people were affected by what they perceived to be the majority view among comments in the stream. That is, the presumed consensus among other readers was a mediating variable to affect uh, affected people's attitudes, as we expected. It is unclear, however, how much consensus is necessary to sway opinions. Well, yeah, that's true, I honestly have no idea either. In our study, the comment streams were unanimous. We chose to do this because we wanted to start out with the strongest possible manipulation and unanimity is the strongest version of consensus, Lewandowski explained. The remaining question is what would happen if there was more diversity of opinion in the comment stream? How many dissenting voices would it take to disrupt the perceived social consensus? It would be intriguing to know this because it might tell us how easily or difficult it is to disrupt the consensus. Is a single troll among 10 serious comments sufficient? Or do the trolls have to outnumber the serious commenters the study OK, well, yeah, I would, I would think so. Yes, if the, it's a numbers game. Uh, if they overflood this, this stream of comments, then it looks like, you know, that's the position. Uh, whether people are swayed by that or not, I don't know. You see people like me who are well-informed and educated on the topic, I, I'm not, never going to be swayed by this kind of nonsense. Even if I find something a little bit dubious, I will do my research about it and you know, in 5-10 minutes I will come up with did you what you told me is true or not. So, yeah, it all comes back to that. Research is important. The comment section of blocks can influence perception of consensus. Oh, I already read that because that's the first one. Okay, well, that's it for today's show. So that's an interesting thing. It's always interesting to see how you know, on a kind of psychological point of view, how these things play out. So I hope people take something away from this. That's the only reason why I do this show anyway. So uh, thank you for watching and I will see you next time.